Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. Now, don't you forget to make a Mississippi destination vacation part of your summer plan. Summer's coming fast. All you got to do is go to visitmississippi.org to learn more. And you might want to visit your favorite places fast because you never know when they may no longer be in business, specifically speaking of stores and retail outlets. It's a fun conversation that we got started a few days ago over on the Good Things Facebook group that I thought we should round back to because, man, so many of you have taken taking time to go down memory lane to think about those stores of, you know, the past that you truly enjoyed going to or spending time at or just, you know, part of your community, whether it was a local business or maybe even a chain. And at one point you thought it was a giant. It wasn't ever going to go anywhere. But as we know, a lot of thi- a lot of good things do end up coming to an end. And that includes stores and retail outlets as well. So you can also join us on the C Spire text line 601-879-4395 now the way that i worded it in the good things uh, facebook group is name like age yourself by naming a store or a business you love that's no longer relevant but some of them coming through you may have enjoyed them you know later in life or earlier in life and then sort of all in between because some of those stores they were around for decades and generations and then they kind of just slipped through the cracks or they probably have a better way of <laughs> looking at it than slipping through the cracks but nonetheless so I'll start with mine while Rana's thinking about his and mine would be do y'all remember Western Sizzlin and I know some of them are sort of still around but there was a time where there was one it felt like on every corner and you could go in and you could get a cheap steak I don't know if I would put quality in, in, the, in the label for that Quantity over quality. (laughs) Quantity over quality, but I have the best memories going with my grandmother. And they had a salad bar, and I used to remember it had the good cheese, the eggs, and then the, you know, the fake bacon bits, and then the best ranch dressing. And at that time, when I was building salads, they don't look anything like mine necessarily do today. They were, you know, it's a little lettuce with your ranch dressing and cheese. Nonetheless, you just don't see those around as much as you used to if ever. Yeah, I remember getting a salad growing up where it was literally just a, a piece of lettuce just to line the bowl because it was one of those like good old country buffets with uh-huh. the, the wooden bowl. Just a piece of lettuce to line that and then ham, cheese, <laughs> pickles, that little baby corn, that kind say, of stuff. Yes, the dill pickle. You know you're in a good steakhouse if they have the – you mentioned the, the little wooden bowls and then they have just the good old dill pickles on their salad bars. You are in a local and good place. Hopefully they don't necessarily close. 
So the other store. One I'm thinking of still open. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. And 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 many stores do you know stand the test of time. But there are a lot that come in, you know, full throttle and grow to be these these large uh, corporations. And then and then then and then they don't. And the one that came to mind for me is actually younger than me. It was started in October of '85, and I came around in September of '85. And what is it for you? Blockbuster video. And you and maybe a hundred other people on the Facebook group have sort of said the same thing. And it's really interesting because now they're only down to one blockbuster there. I think it's in Oregon or Bend, Oregon, Oregon, right? And the same lady has been managing it for like the last, I think, two decades or so. So she's literally watched it go from thousands of stores down to hundreds of stores down to I think there were like three left in Alaska and one here well they're both in me but one on this side of the United States and then now she is officially you know the only one left but the nostalgia that has started to come back up with Blockbuster I think you'll start to see some form of resurgence of your local tape stores because the more you learn about the Blockbuster story you learn that maybe they weren't the nicest company when they first came out because you had your local you know tape or VHS VHS sort of rental stores kind of like many of you are reminiscing on your local music stores you had music land and bebops and um, some of the other sort of places and then larger corporations come in and either buy out the little guy or just put up you know next door and sort of squeeze them out and that was a lot of like blockbuster sort of story but then there's just not Probably very if I would be interested if you're listening to good things today and you never ventured into a blockbuster, then you are probably the minority of it because most people found themselves at some point or a blockbuster style. I mean, maybe you didn't have style. a blockbuster near you. But. Well, I don't know. I mean, it feels like most of us probably did in our even in our small towns, wouldn't you say? Or I guess. You may not. Have I mean, had a we blockbuster. had a blockbuster in Tupelo that I remember. It. I don't think it was there really early in my childhood. At least I don't remember it being there. But mm-hmm. I remember it being there from middle of my childhood until it went away. But even then, blockbuster was not the other side of town, but like halfway across town versus so I guess the local little video place. Little, okay, little Southern Video was right up the road, or to, like two blocks down the road. Well, then that's probably a better statement to say that there's probably no well and not no one but very few of you listening to good things that never ventured into a video rental store at all even if you weren't going for yourself you ended up taking your kids or your grandkids or you know date night i mean that is a huge piece of just about everyone's you know uh, childhood up until oh well I mean, there's one left, but I can't remember when the really the demise. It was was. the rise of it was the the two headed monster of Netflix and Redbox. Right. Well, and then I think they had because you'd made everything go to either you can sit at home and they'll mail it to you originally with Netflix. Or if you didn't want to wait, you could just go to the vending machine and get it. Which if you've never heard the story of like how even Netflix went to Blockbuster and tried to get them to buy them and they just didn't have the vision for it. And also, I think um, Netflix, when they finally moved into 
well, they started out, I think, it's like the delivering it to you. They didn't know they were going to be a stream. That, that sort of uh, no, naturally. streaming wasn't even a right, possibility when it naturally started. Naturally morphed. But they took everything customers hated about Blockbuster, which was the late fees and the poor customer service, and it had to be rewound. That's a really tough word. Be kind. Please rewind. Be, be kind. Please rewound. Re- re- rewind. I don't know. Five times fast. And they changed, they made their model to where it was anti-blockbuster. And um, and so I think that's, um, you know, that was a very smart business decision. And then if you if you listen to some, and I enjoy listening to the rise and falls of corporations, I think it's interesting that blockbuster, they really started to tumble when you remember the commercial where everybody was chanting, no more late fees, no more late. And it's like this huge sea of people walking up to a blockbuster and then blockbuster drops the sign on the front of the blockbuster that's there in the commercial. And then they shift their tone because it says no more late fees. And then I think it was something like 30% of their revenue dropped within the first year because that's how much they made off of folks forgetting to return their rentals. And you can't make that back once you once you take once you take that away from it. It was that and then I don't remember which was first either. That happened and then they went to the the concept of you they're they're guaranteeing new releases or maybe that was right before the no late fees, but it was also the guaranteed like you could show up the day it was released and you could you were guaranteed you could rent that hot movie that everybody wanted to see. Right. But what that meant was you had 50 copies of every single new release in a business model that was designed to have maybe five or ten. Right. And, two, do you remember when you would check out on a Friday night or Saturday night at Blockbuster? Maybe you got the new release. It had to be back in two days. But then you got an oldie, and then it would need to be back in, like, a week. And then the lady's like, hey, this needs to be back, you know, Saturday by noon. But this one you can keep Wednesday by five. And then it's like, oh, it's all on your receipt. And you're like, what? And, I mean, it was built in to be bad, bad customer service uh, to do that. But now they're just a faint sort of memory but you there's got to be at least one person listening going wait i had to go somewhere and pick something up and then take it back yes so like to all of our kids listen if you're in the car rider line listening to good things your kids are probably going huh what they will never know what it's like to forget to leave your blockbuster at home or not to be able to return it on time or to forgot to rewind it. Or to have that excuse to get out of a sticky situation. Hey, I got to go return some tapes. <laughs> Absolutely. Or, you know, being being in your um, having them in your car during class and thinking <gasps> on a hot Mississippi, sum, you know, summer day in May. And you're like, I hope my blockbuster doesn't melt. Yeah. Hope you enjoy going down memory lane with that one. But there are a ton of other stores that you guys have been chiming in on that you once loved that just sadly are no longer with us. We're going into more of their stories and yours coming up next.
At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Dr. Micah Walker, founding physician at New Care MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros. They can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Turning 65 or new to Medicare? Get a $0 premium Medicare plan. Zero. Zip. Zilch. Humana can help making getting care more affordable with our $0 premium plans. You'll enjoy all the benefits you've come to expect and more. Your dollar already has enough to do. Helping you with the budget is only right. To learn more, call 601-605-5130 to speak to your local Humana sales agent. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. so many good things to do in our state. You can plan your very own one-of-a-kind Mississippi trip over at visitmississippi.org. 
And today we are diving into our time machine, going back to the way back when you could visit certain iconic stores here in Mississippi or in your own neighborhood that maybe are no longer with us due to who knows what. We spent a lot of time talking about Blockbuster, although I do have to give one texter the credit for reminding us, and I don't think it was Blockbuster, but your your more local VHS sort of rental places that then slowly moved into DVD rentals as well. They also seem to always have like a tanning bed salon in the back or it, it was a double dip of something else trying to make make all the sort of ends meet. It was a side hustle for a convenience store <laughs> or a gas station. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Or a tobacco store. Things that our kids will never understand uh, about is definitely Blockbuster. But there are so many others, too, that had its heyday and then no longer is with us, um, some being over on the Facebook group, you guys are sharing Surplus City. I remember a Surplus City. Do you guys remember, again, we went down the route with Camelot Music, Bebop's Music Land, which even our kids now don't know what it's like to go and want that release of the CD or having to wait for the whole CD or standing out line for actual tickets to the concert now that everything is sort of digital where you, you had to be in line for things like that or let's, wait for Let's them. be honest. It's kind of hard for them to comprehend. I take this physical media and put it in that box and close the lid and push a button and then I hear it. Mm-hmm. It's not all on a touch screen. Mm-mm. No, and you would you would go and you would watch and you would wait and you would thumb through and then you would find music or bands that you never know never knew you needed or wanted to and then, when album artwork actually meant something. Yes, and you could sit there and at least listen to a little bit of it. You thought that was like high tech when you could start to like peek into the CD before you actually bought the CD. And uh, and then all the things. Oh, yeah, that was cutting edge when it went from, hey, do you mind if I open this and listen to it versus, hey, just take it over there and scan it. We'll let you play a couple. Mm-hmm. Yep. So those, those are remember wins, absolutely. But then some of the other more everyday type stores that you may remember, and you're like, where, where did they go? I don't know about all of Mississippi, but at least centrally, Super D, Eckerd's. Those like local, they were like trying to pick, kick, you know, catch the wind of the chains for pharmacies or sort of, uh, you know. I would say everything. a lot of those were around before the the bigger pharmacy chains, but that's what did those in was the bigger pharmacy chains getting into a battle with each other and and expanding their empires. Because at one point in time, I want to say it's Walgreens and CVS were just neck and neck for who had the most stores in the world. And they were just back and forth competing, trying to see who could get a bigger number. And sometimes it doesn't work out very well in there in the end if you grow too fast. Uh, going back to Blockbuster, again, I feel like I'm the Blockbuster historian here. But I think they said there was like a new Blockbuster that was opening every so many seconds or days at one point. There was like ended up being like 9,000 of them. Who oh, yeah. 9,000 Blockbusters. But anyway, some of the other ones, um, one that was on the Facebook group a lot that I didn't, I don't know, maybe you remember is TGNY. I don't remember that story, but it's a five and dine or five and dime or chain of variety stores, larger discount stores in the United States. At its peak, apparently, there were 900 stores in 29 states. And many of you remember TGNY. I do not, but that came up. I remember TCBY. And that is, but that's ice cream, it's like right? Frozen yogurt. <laughs> I mean, they may have frozen yogurt at TGNY, but I'm pretty sure that is not not necessarily. Although I haven't the seen same. a TCBY in forever either. 
Correct. Yes. Agreed with that. And at least um, here in Mississippi, I mean, you can't have this conversation without Mac Ray's as being a department store where at one point you would thought that that would never go anywhere. But then, two, and again, I'm not sure if this was everywhere, but Gafer's as a department store. And there was this time in the late 90s where you could be a Gafer girl and it was all the rage at school if you got chosen to be one where they would have the little fashion shows and they would have the gay for mom and the gay for girl and you would do the whole thing around Easter and then spring and, you know, moving into the holiday season. And it was you would actually sit, come and sit at the department store out there to see the new fashions. That's, you know, long before you were getting newsletters and social media and all all, all the things that you, you get now. Department stores, I think, is something that's fighting to stay with us, but slowly but surely. There's still a few around. There's, there's, they are a few, a few around, but it's not like it once was. Right. And I would put into that, and even though they're doing really you know, good things to try to resurrect those buildings and repurpose and reuse, just as a shopper, we've watched malls transform over the last probably 20 to 30 years for sure. I mean, even just in the in this area, you started out with the Metro Center. Everyone knew where the Metro Center was, the Mecca. Then it was North Park. Then you have your outdoor, and now it's more of the, you know, you go to the mall of um, outlet malls type thing. To you independent could even go even smaller than that. Think about how much the food court at the mall has changed. Whoa. Or the inclusion or lack thereof of an arcade. Yes, for sure. I mean, people went from... Aladdin's Castle, Diamond Gyms. I mean, all those arcades. Have, have you seen an arcade in the last decade? Not in a not in that sort of setting, no. You had a couple arcade games stuck off to the side in like a bar somewhere. Because there was a time even for, for someone... Or in a bowling alley. Yeah, for like very conservative parents like I had, you would even get... I mean, even I could get dropped off at the mall for a couple of hours and you could... 20 bucks, you man, you could get something to eat, you could play in the arcade, you could maybe shop a little bit. And I understand that trend went in a really bad direction really fast for a lot of different reasons. But I mean, at one point, that was kind of like you, what you socially, what you would do with a couple of friends. And it, you know, there was nothing nefarious was happening, or, or at least from our perspective, as being the group of kids that probably were annoying as you know what to everyone else. <laughs> Now, now being, you know, 30 years removed from that, I'm like, wow, yeah, that was that was annoying then. And it's probably annoying now as, you know, as the adult walking through with my family, just trying to shop. But still, nonetheless, things come and sort of things go. Someone mentioned your local Sears stores. Yeah, Sears and Robux. That was definitely somewhere that was like a mainstay that you would go and shop. And I think there are still around, but they're fewer and they're definitely uh, fewer and further between. I don't, I'm not sure of, and this is another one that's come through. Woolworths? Woolworths? Woolworths. Yes. So is that like a department? Kind yeah, of department sort of store, store kind of thing. That somebody was, was also sort of talking about. Some food changed, or food I, min- I mentioned, Western, Western Sizzlin', but others mentioned Po Folks. I think that was a food chain. It was a seven. There used to be seven Pofoats, seven Pofoats diners remain in operation now. And I think they're all in Florida. But that got a lot of love, too, in terms of um, remembrance, as well as past. 
Pasquales. Am I saying that one correctly? Pasquales? Pasquales. Maybe that's it. But apparently, that was the first pizzeria in Laurel, and it's still there, and it's been there for over 50, 50 plus years. You're talking about pizza. That's one thing that you can get in the Wayback Machine with the Pizza Hut with the distinctive roof. You didn't have to see a sign. The sign could have been blown over in a storm the night before. You knew it was Pizza Hut because of the roof. True story. Okay. Now you can't even eat at a Pizza Hut. Many are coming through with Gibson's. I am not familiar with Gibson's. Was it a restaurant? Was it a department store? If you've texted in Gibson's or even put it on the Facebook group, give me a little or background. Was Gibson's like Spencer's. But I because I um, I Googled it and it came up a um, a city and I'm like well that's not it and so when you then we, but when you say Spencer's you know what I'm going to hit you back with Gadzooks because that's where I bought maybe my, that's the one I'm thinking of that's where I bought my very first pair of Dot Martins yep mm-hmm and bell bottom jeans uh huh in the in the late 80s early 90s for sure my mother dreaded going into Gadzooks dreaded it. And and rightfully so now looking back. Like there are some questionable things that are sold there for your tweens and, and teens. But I didn't get most of the jokes. No eleven year old needs a black light poster. <laughs> I didn't get the jokes or anything like that. I just knew they sold Doc Martins and fun other sort of And Jinkos and chain Jinkos wallets. And chain wallets. Never owned a skateboard, but man, I went through a phase where you thought I would be awesome at one. That was a phase that was short lived and probably for Apparently for Gibson's is a department store, like a like a discount kind of department store, like a small scale Walmart. Okay. Well there you go. I guess that was before mine and yours your time, Rhino. There's one thing that is a dying breed, or at least it's been a dying breed in this neck of the woods. I don't know how how many of them are still around. Stuckies. What is Stuckies? Stuckies is a one-stop shop gas station convenience store with the world's best divinity. Ah. It's delicious. There you go. Yum. Another thing that's yum that is a dying breed is Piccadilly. Cafeteria styles. That's the best right Morrison's. Yes. Gigantic slab of roast beef and then just carve you off some. Absolutely. Would you like a roll or cornbread? <laughs> memories, man. Those are memories. We're going to take a pause and turn to uh, our friends at Palmer Home for Children coming up next. But keep your text coming. We'll jump back to it at the end coming up next here on Good Things. All-new Ace Bold and Screw is open with new extended hours in Gluckstadt to serve you for not only all of your faster and power tool needs, but we can now take care of much more. Now open on weekends to be there for you when you need supplies for all your projects. From fertilizer to landscape timbers and pine straw to Spartan mosquito eradicators, we've got you covered. Ace Bold and Screw of Gluckstadt, now open with extended and weekend hours. Come see us. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. 
At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. The spring seating spectacular at Mazda of Jackson is going to blow your mind. That's right, spring is here, and it's time to ditch that old car and upgrade to a new Mazda. We're offering our biggest savings of the year right now, and you don't want to miss it. Right now, get 0% financing or 1500 off new 2021 Mazda 6s. Plus, get 0% financing on new 2021 Mazda CX-5s, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And Mazda of Jackson will give you your first year of maintenance for free. Worried that you can't get approved because of your past credit issues? Don't be. We are focused on your future, and our credit specialists are standing by to get you approved today. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Bring in your current vehicle. We'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come see all of our amazing deals during our Spring Savings Spectacular, only at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for complete details with approved credit on select models. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right Right now, now, there's there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Health advocates and hospitals have lobbied the state's GOP leadership to expand Medicaid for years. Now they're backing an initiative that would put the issue before voters in 2022. Representative Becky Curry thinks lawmakers are worried about backlash if the federal money dries up, leaving Mississippians to foot the bill. But as long as you say up front, when this is over, it's over, and it won't be the state's fault, it will be that you'll have to take that on out on the federal government. Both Mississippi State and Ole Miss put up double-digit runs in their midweek victories last night. Setting up a weekend showdown with Vanderbilt and Nashville, the second-ranked Bulldogs cruised by UAB with a 19-7 final score last night and have now won 11 of their last 12. Ole Miss took down Little Rock 11-6, and the Rebels will remain in Oxford this weekend for a matchup with LSU. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. With G Love and Special Sauce. Cooling out with the former lady, got the special sauce. she's my baby. Taz Niederauer, Cedric Burnside, the Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by 
Wicked Weed Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Carefully. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. From hunting and fishing to just about anything outdoors here in the Magnolia State, you'll find out what new adventure is waiting for you Mondays at noon with Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, you'll explore the wonders of your state's natural resources and experience the thrill of outdoor adventure. That's Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show, Mondays at noon, here on Super Talk Mississippi. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. has so many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. Take some time today and go to visitmississippi.org to explore some more. And we are still in April, and April is Child Abuse Prevention Month, which is a time for communities to come together and build caring connections, supportive environments, and positive experiences for all children. And I can't think of anybody doing that better than our friends at Palmer Home for Children, which was founded in 1895, and they hadn't gone Anywhere since then. And joining us today on Good Things is Drake Bassick, the president and CEO of Palmer Home, to remind us all the good things they are up to. So, hey, Drake. Hey, Rebecca. How are you doing? I am doing well. It's a little chilly to be, you know, late April, but we'll take it, right? Yeah, we're kind of having to roll with it a little bit. So just remind us the mission there at Palmer Home for Children. I feel like as we're approaching, I think it's our ninth Radiothon, hopefully this year in 2021. Many of our loyal listeners already know the mission that you guys do every day. But then there's always that chance that we've got someone new joining us, and we want to remind them the good work you guys have been doing since 1895. Well, I appreciate that, Rebecca. And it's a real privilege to, uh, of course, talk with you about this. And it's a real privilege to be a part of the Palmer Home story, which as I've said on Super Talk several times, you know, it's really a Mississippi story because it did start here in Mississippi, and now we're beginning to reach out to other states. But our core mission is to um, help and to serve and provide a safe home uh, for children who need a place to call home. And in that process, we hope to provide healing and a uh, sense of security, and uh, we want to introduce uh, the love of God that we believe is, is essential for children to truly understand and experience um, a sense of trust and a sense of comfort. And it definitely, you get that feel if you ever get the opportunity to be on the campus of Palmer Home, which I know COVID's thrown so many things in a wrench uh, for many of us and and not making it as accessible as maybe it once was. But but what goes on on the campus there at Palmer Home is just so different, and it's kind of the secret sauce to what makes, you know, the care that you provide, um, you know, I guess a little bit different as well as sort of faith-based. So tell us what is the process there at Palmer Home and how you maybe set up a little bit different differently than other organizations? 
Well, I think, you know, it, it, it certainly starts with that first conversation where you try to understand where a child has come from, and you're not always going to know the facts right up front. But along the way, you're able to put those pieces together, and I think that's our opportunity when we provide a place of stability um, and there's no rush uh, for a child to, you know, come out of our care. There's no cyclical schedule that we're trying to keep. This is all about um, taking every child and every story where it is and uh, picking up from that particular point and moving forward. And we do provide care by way of homes, homes that have, um, you know, a Christian uh, couple who are serving uh, as uh, the mother and father influence. They want to create a, uh, an environment that for some children might be the first time they've seen that. Um, might be the first time that they've seen uh, calm and peace in a home or a man and a woman living together and, and working together to, you know, create um, uh, schedule, to create uh, harmony, to provide opportunities. It's a home environment that allows a child to be a child. And so I think that's probably um, the simplest but the best thing that we can offer because we're offering um, peace, we're offering stability, we're offering security, um, and we're trying to do it from the standpoint of the principles as we understand them from, from a faith standpoint. So that has been our opportunity for over 125 years now. We crossed 125th year last year. And I, I, I think this, in many, many regards, it's working. It is working. I mean, to say that you've been there for 125 years, maybe not you specifically, Drake, but I did read where you've been there for at least <laughs> over 20 of those years. So you've seen a lot of growth and expansion with uh, Palmer Home, but the mission has always sort of been the same. I mean, with April sort of being Child Abuse Prevention Month, I mean, what are some of the things that you would share about how maybe Palmer Home is helping to prevent or help children in crisis or maybe some of the things that you could see that the rest of us could do to sort of help with that mission you know I, uh, abuse is is such a, a powerful word and and we understand it in so many other contexts but when you take into consideration the natural trust that you would expect between a child and a family member father mother aunt uncle grandparent um and you and i can probably both of us could probably think of the great bonds that we have with our own family members and the memories that we have and you flip that over and you reverse it and you think about the trust that a child, especially young children, wants to put into one of those family members and wants to believe because we all want to be important. Every child wants to, they want you to see them. They want to know that they matter. They want to know that you know their name, that you know who they are. But when they place that trust into somebody and that trust is broken and it's broken because there's emotional abuse ridicule, verbal abuse, harsh words, unnecessary words, or they create an environment that, that is high risk because they've introduced drugs or alcohol or some level of instability that, that, that completely takes away a sense of safety for a child. All of a sudden, the fear that you can imagine um, you know, at four or five years of age comes into play. And that kind of abuse goes deep and it bruises deeply if you complicate it above and beyond those things to something like physical abuse the punching of a child or the breaking of an arm 
or even worse, sexual abuse, really taking things so far that it's going to take a long time for a child to do two things. Number one, it's going to take a long time for a child to heal. And secondly, it's going to take a long time for a child to trust. And ultimately, that's what this comes down to. It comes down to trust. And abuse breaks trust. And so when we receive children who've come out of environments like that where they've experienced um, uh, the breaking of trust, we have to go to work from the very second they come into our care build that trust back and let them know that they're safe, let them know that we care, and that we're not going to break that trust. You mentioned something earlier, Drake. You said there's no rush with sort of the process there at Palmer Home. You don't just, they're not on a, you know, just get get in, get out, sort of move on through the process. And that connects back to where I saw you wrote a great article for Focus on the Family talking about that 18's not this magic number that, you know, children don't just flip a switch uh, when they turn 18 to be, you know, fully out and just unsupported anymore. So how does Palmer Home also support maybe those that in other programs have aged out? Out magically at 18 it's great i think we all wish our children you know we, we all flipped the switch at 18 and we all had it together and and we all knew what to do um but the reality is you know we don't and and we're still learning um and the realities are um that children who come out of unstable backgrounds whether it's a combination of their own home situation or they move from one foster home to another which is one of the reasons why we really try to limit really try to limit uh, the presence of, uh, of a child in a foster home to, to one, one family because you're trying to reduce that instability because most children at 18 plus, they have the normal things that all of our children face. Hey, they got to get a job. They got to find an apartment. They got to find out what it's like to pay an electric bill. <laughs> they've got to, they've got to, you know, mess up here or there and they, they need to have a safe place to pick up the phone and, and, and realize that there's not going to be you know, heavy, heavy judgment on the other end, but there is going to be accountability. And then there's going to be partnering to say, okay, this is where you are and this is what it takes to make your way out into the world. You and I both went through that experience, right? We have our own history. You you probably remember those those times when you were, you know, making your way at 18, 19, and 20. Absolutely. And some of the choices I made were okay and some weren't. But I, I always had that support network around me to help me pick up the pieces if I broke it and then also to cheer me on. You know, when I was able to accomplish something or, or hit a milestone, whether it's graduate or get a job um, or, or, you know, just find my way forward. Our goal ultimately is for them to be independent and to be able to stand on their own two feet because the percentages of children who come out of these high-risk situations, they just don't make it. They just don't do it. They wind up in complicated situations cycling back through same sort of scenarios that brought them to Palmer Home in the first place. So our real goal is to break it long term so that they can live fruitful, happy, interesting, uh, you know, lives that are rich and rewarding. Well, Drake, it's rich and it's rewarding for us here at Super Talk to be partners with uh, Palmer Home and all that you are doing. So if someone's listening and maybe hearing the story for the first time or just feeling moved to maybe learn a little bit more, where can they go to maybe support and partner with what you guys are, are doing around child welfare? That's very, very kind of you, and we're always grateful for the opportunity to talk with you. Palmerhome.org, you can learn about our programs, you can learn about the work that we've done, and uh, we'd love to connect. All righty, Drake. Well, it's always good catching up with you. Hope we see you or, or talk to you soon at some point this summer, but I'm sure there'll be more about that coming up later.
Absolutely. Look forward to it. Thank you, Rebecca. Appreciate the time. All righty. Y'all stick with us. We got a little bit more for you coming up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 62. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 40. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 69. Thursday evening, a 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 49. And for your finally Friday, cloudy skies, high near 68. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Here's Uncle Si. Bugs can be a problem. Then you got the termites. They got big teeth. Like this barn, it would probably take them all maybe three or four days to eat this barn down, and there wouldn't be nothing but the tin left laying on the ground. Bunch of sawdust. That's all they leave behind, sawdust. I mean, bugs have I got in my bed? Hopefully none. Is that what's been moving? We got a tough crowd here, boys. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name of trust for over 65 years. At Havard Pest Control, the difference is clear. At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasion. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. Closing agri-market report. At the close in our cotton exchange, July cotton was up 106 to 8623. October cotton was up 63 to 8488. Closed the Chicago Board of Trade July soybeans rose twenty one and three quarters to fourteen seventy nine and a half per bushel. August soybeans were up eighteen and three quarters to fourteen thirty one and three quarters per bushel. July corn was up fourteen and a half to six oh six and a half per bushel. September corn was up nine and three quarters to five fifty seven per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was down one ninety five to one seventeen twenty five. August live cattle was down one forty two to one seventeen. August feeders down 260 to 151.92. September feeders down 225 to 153.92. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 267 points, 34,089. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network. 
As a farmer, I want a cooperative that's there for me. Not the other way around. A local co-op that works for me and works with CHS. To connect me with local experts I know and trust. And put a global network of markets and supply at my fingertips. A co-op that's here to help us. Own every day. When you're an owner of a local cooperative connected to CHS, you get local expertise, a proven efficient supply chain, and global market access. Learn more at cooperativeownership.com. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, including varieties like DP2012B3XF, DP2020B3XF, and DP2038B3XF. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable. Grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Your midday meeting place, the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. delay on planning a Mississippi adventure today. Head on over to visitmississippi.org to learn a little more. You can get more music coming up this Saturday. That's April the 24th with the Twilight Concert Series. You'll get eight hours of music in the beautiful Renaissance at Colony Park in Ridgeland. Not to mention that you can also shop and dine in some fabulous places in between sets. If you are interested, you can get tickets over at ardenland.net but also be listening to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert tomorrow Tomorrow and Thursday, or maybe tomorrow that, is Thursday. Tomorrow is Thursday. That would have been today. Hope you listen. Who won the tickets? Not sure. So you got one more chance tomorrow. <laughs> that is Thursday for your chance to win some tickets. And if you miss any of our shows or great um, conversations, there are so many ways you can get those. All of your favorite Super Talk shows are now in podcast form, so make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And we've got a really cool YouTube channel. If you are a YouTuber or like to subscribe to channels, just take some time, go to YouTube, search uh, for Super Talk, hit the follow button, and then you'll never miss one of our best our, or our best um, conversations with a multitude of different um, people from sports to politics to fun things and all the things. But sometimes all the things come to an end, and then we've had a lot of fun talking about that today here on Good Things. Not this coming to an end. Nope. Those favorite stores or places that you used to shop or visit either in your local communities or just that were more of a nationwide presence. But we're like, yeah, I remember going there. And then what happened to that place? Well, you know, sometimes the tide comes in and it rolls back out at different times for different reasons. But it leaves us with these really cool memories and conversations uh, to be had. Or you have that one building in your your town or community that has been about 50 different things because nothing can seem to make it in that building. Like, the, the building itself is cursed. Yes. Like, you have fond memories of all kind of different places in that one building, but it never because lasted it's more than a year it's or so. apparently de- a decent location. Maybe it just has bad parking or there's some bad juju in there. But you know exactly what it is. It's probably been a clothing store or, you know, a little mart or whatever it may be or a restaurant or two come in and out. And, yeah, and then you're like, wonder what's on the corner this this year. 
wherever it may be. Yeah, you bring up a good point there. Someone mentioned Magic Mart and Eckerd's Drugstore. I still will throw in a Super D with that. Uh, where where did you guys go? What, what happened to what happened to them? Well, I know what happened to them, but you you just you stop to sort of think and or the and be wonder. quick. Uh huh. The be quick. We were talking about Stucky was along um, interstate highways, and I guess there's still. I think there's still one. In Mississippi, I know there's one or two around, but yeah. Maybe so. Um, there's still one of the uh, – head from the res. There is still one of the original Stuckies right when you get on to Interstate 59 and Highway 49 in Hattiesburg. Yes, I was a Southern Miss girl. How would I forget this? But, look, gas stations are one of those things where you – if you're in your town, you have your go-tos, and they are usually – on your route, whether it's to your home, your business, or somewhere in between. And like hairdressers, you become loyal. <laughs> and you just stop at that same gas station for the most part, most of the time. You get used to where you're going to pull up, which pump you like to use, you know, where everything is in the gas station in terms of your snacks or whatever it may be. And you just don't defer from that unless you need to, because usually you're going one way or the other, in or out of town. You don't want to cross traffic. And so for me, Stuckey's was coming in to Hattiesburg from, you know, the, the metro area. And I usually had gas by the time I got into it. So, yeah, I ha- it just was never my stopping point. But, yes, now I, I do remember, I do exactly remember where it's at uh, there. I think there used to be a Waffle House Next to it, and maybe still, still there. Now you're bringing me back. Now I feel bad that I didn't know that there was a Stuckey's <laughs> in Hattiesburg. I felt like I needed to prove myself with my loyalty to my particular gas stations. But you probably feel that way as well. And, and that's a different thing that will change over time. You may have a building set up as a gas station, but if you live in the same town or the same area for at least several decades, that will. Well, have sort of have a revolving door of the name of the gas station usually, too. I have no idea how long it's been changed, but I was just driving through town the other day. And what was what was it? It was a liquor store when I was in college. Now it's a donut place. Well, that was a sad switch. You are very disappointed if you roll in thinking you're getting one. It's not the first time I've done that, though. I guess (laughs) I need to get out more in my actual surroundings. But... (laughs) I tried to go to the movie. It's been a couple of years now. I tried to go to the movies. The movies in Clinton is now a church. Mm. It's been that way for years. No popcorn. I didn't know that when I went. I'm like, wait a second. Well, they don't have any movies. That's not a movie theater anymore. How long has this been a church? <laughs> I don't know. But it's been fun. You guys really do make good things great. Thank you for chiming in and going down memory lane with us. It's always a good time. The conversation never ends over on the Good Things Facebook group. We would love to have you there. But stick with us. she got plenty coming up next. she got the boys with Sports Talk from 3 to 6. But Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Good things Talk Mississippi Media Production.